wonderful Sunday, month of victory, another day of joy. Let's thank him and say, Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We magnify your name. Be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for this service. We ask that you take all the glory. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice. Let today be a special Sunday. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you are happy, say the loudest. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's round victory. Psalm 65 verse 11. Psalm 65 11. Thou crowned the year with your goodness. Your path drops abundance. Thou crowned the year with a bumper harvest. The part of the Lord drop abundance. When we are talking about all-round victory, this is the best time. Because it's the end of the year. We are talking about all-round testimony. I pray for you today, the Lord will give you all-round testimony. You are not saying amen very well. Say, I receive all-round victory. I receive all-round testimony. All-round testimony is my portion. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 34. We are going to read five verses. Psalm 34, verse 4, verse 6, verse 7, verse 17, verse 19. But let's start from verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. I want to sing verse 1. I know some of you know this song now. I will praise the Lord at all times. His praises will continually be in my mouth. Choir, can you sing it for me? I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise. No! Do you tell me you don't know this song? I have to be coming for choir rehearsal. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us sing his praise together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Come on. Come on. I will bless the Lord at all time. His praises will continually be my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us sing his praises together. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And deliver me from all my fears. The Lord will deliver you from all your fears in Jesus' name. See me at the end of the service. 
Come on, shout hallelujah. Psalm 34 is a psalm of deliverance. The psalmist started with singing to the Lord that he will pray to the Lord and the Lord will deliver him from all his fears. Whatever represents your fear, the Lord will deliver you from them. To some people, money is your fear. The Lord will deliver you from fears in the name of Jesus. To some, it is one trouble or the other. The Lord will deliver you from them in the name of Jesus. Okay, let's go to verse 4, verse 6, verse 7, verse 17, verse 19. I ask the Lord to help me and he answered me. He saved me from everything that made me afraid. As we are praying to the Lord this month of victory, the Lord will answer you. And we help you in the name of Jesus. Quickly go to the next verse. Verse 6. Verse 6. Quickly verse 6. We are following this deliverance. The poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. And saved him out of all his trouble. May the Lord save you out of all your troubles in the name of Jesus. May the Lord save you from all your troubles in the name of Jesus. Please concentrate. Don't let your phone distract you. This is a month of all and victory. Just don't watch your phone. Look up, up and watch what we are saying. Whatever represents your fears concerning your family, concerning your head, concerning your parent, the Lord will deliver you from them in the name of Jesus. Okay, verse what now? Verse 7. Psalm 34, verse 4, verse 6, verse 7, verse 17, verse 19. We are in verse 7. The angel of the Lord encamp all around those who fear him and deliver him. Wherever you go this year, the angel of the Lord will encamp you and deliver you from trouble and give you journey mercies in the name of Jesus. You will not be stranded this month in Jesus' name. You will not be involved in any accident in the name of Jesus. The Lord will save you from all calamity in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Verse 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and deliver them out of all their trouble. The, the righteous cry and the Lord hears and deliver them out of all their trouble. As a church, as we are praying this month, the Lord will answer our prayer and we deliver us from every form of trouble in Jesus' name. You will not run into any disaster in Jesus' name. The step of a righteous man ordered by the Lord, the Lord will order your step to safety. When you travel, you will arrive safely. When you enter, you enjoy safety. There shall be no fire disaster. There shall be no evil concerning you. Say amen three times. Please, let's follow today. It's all around victory. Verse 19. Verse 19 now, come to verse 19. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. We are talking about all run victory. It doesn't matter whether you have been overwhelmed with trouble all this year. I guarantee you, as we are rounding up this year, the Lord will deliver you from out of all your troubles in Jesus' name. Amen. You come back with a testimony. In fact, God asked me to say somebody is coming back with a testimony. So we are talking about all run victory. How do we have all around victory? We have all around victory through divine acceptance. Through divine acceptance. Romans chapter 1 verse 6. To the praise of his name. Wherein he has accepted us as the beloved. 
God has accepted you as his beloved. You know, people that don't know how important they are to God, when they are in church, they play with God. I'm happy I am not ordinary. I'm the beloved of God. God cannot be talking and I'll be chatting with phone. God cannot be talking and I will not be concentrated because I'm special to God. I'm not ordinary. I don't know about you. You may feel that you're ordinary. Ordinary people die anyhow. Special people, God don't allow them to die anyhow. God protect a special one. If you are special, your life will be important to him. My life is important to God. I passed through many dangers. God has kept me because he knows that I'm special to him. The Bible says we get victory because we have been accepted as beloved of God. Put it there now. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6 says God has accepted us as his beloved. God has, and favor is not fair. When God has sent me, I don't need any acceptance from man. Even if you reject me, it doesn't matter. What matters is that I've been accepted to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. So we are the beloved of God. We are not ordinary. That's why I carry myself with dignity and pride. I'm not ashamed. I'm accepted as the beloved of God. And as the love of God, good things must happen to me because God is in love with me. When God is in love with you, you are in the beloved of Christ. He will make sure that good things, only good things happen to you. And that's why I decree and declare. As this year is running to our hand, only good things will happen to you. Bad things may happen to other people, but because you are the beloved of God, you are going to have all-round victory, sound victory in the name of Jesus. And no evil will befall you in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 8 verse 7 says, What shall we say to this? What can anybody say to this? What can distractors say to this? What can my enemy say to this? If God be for me. Kaya, come on. Who can be? If you are the beloved of God, who can be against you? Romans chapter 8 verse 37. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, if we are on the side of God, so many of you are not confident on whose side you are. You never know whether you are on the side of the devil or you are on the side of God. So you are living in fear. He said, yet in all these things, we are more than conqueror through him that love us. We are more. How do we become more than conqueror? We are beloved of God. See, I'm the beloved of God. Psalm 44 verse 3 says, they did not win their battle by their sword or by their bow or by their strength. He said they won the battle and possessed the land because of his favor for them. Because of his favor. So don't think you are going to get to the top by your struggle and strength. You are only going to get to where you are going in life, possessing your possession, winning all your battle because of the favor of God. They did not gain possession of the land. And you know they have to fight before gaining possession. By their own sword. Nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, your arm. The light of your countenance because you favor them. It is the favor of God that guarantees victory all the time. Even when I'm sleeping, God is fighting for me. Even while I'm sleeping, God is fighting for me. As the beloved of God, I don't struggle. He has accepted me as the beloved. And because I am the beloved, he will fight my battle for me. He will fight my battle for me. You want to know how a man fights? Try to touch his wife. 
then the man will rise and fight you. That's the way God reacts when you want to fight me. He will react to fight you because I've been accepted as his beloved. Deuteronomy 33 verse 23. Oh, Naphtali, be satisfied with the favor of God. Possess your possession. How do we possess our possession and our victory? We are satisfied with favor. So I'm not talking about money here. I'm talking about the favor of God that brings all things to come to you very easily. All things. It doesn't matter. You may travel abroad. You may be here. Wherever you are, favor surround you like a sheet because you are the beloved of God. And of Naphtali, he said, Oh, Naphtali, satisfied with favor, full of the blessing of the Lord, possess the west and the south. Possess the west and the south. Because favor surrounds you, you will possess your possession in Jesus' name. I'm a child that is born in due season. This is my time. I don't regret that I was not born in the 50 or the 40. I was born at the right time. This season is good for me. This is the best time to live. Where I'm living is the best place to live. So I don't regret being in Nigeria, staying in Nigeria, and being in this part of the world because God has allowed lines to fall together for me in pleasant places. I don't care more they sell Gary. What I care about is that I'm the beloved of God and it will satisfy me with bread and food to eat. What bother people is not what bother me. What bother me is the faith of God at work in my life. That's what bother me. I've been accepted as the beloved so I must necessarily win all the battles of life because I've been accepted as the beloved of God. Romans chapter 9 verse 16. So then, it is not of him that run it, neither it is of him that will it. It's of God that showed mercy. It is not about my running. It is not about my willingness. It's all about the mercy of God and the favor of God at work in my life at all times. When God's favor is at work, I must come back with a testimony of victory. And that's why I know before the end of the year, you are going to sing a song. And that song will be a song of testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 54 verse 8. He said, I will raise her. I will build her. I will have mercy upon her. And I will not forsake her. With a little rot, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting love, I will have mercy on you. Says the Lord your Redeemer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say everlasting love. Lord, with everlasting kindness. Lord, with everlasting love. Father, with everlasting favor. Father, with unstoppable favor. You will have mercy upon me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Where other people are stranded. You will make a way for me. Where there seems to be no way. Because of the favor of God. I will enjoy speed in life. I will possess my possession I will move from one mountain to another mountain. I will not fall down and die. The grace of God be upon me. With everlasting kindness, it will favor me. Say amen three times. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 1. Hosea chapter 1 verse 7. 
I'm telling you how to win your battle and have four victory. My friend, you have been running and you are sweating. Pause a little. I say, wait a minute. I am the beloved of God. And as the beloved of God, I should not be struggling all alone. My lover, show up. Show up. And help me. And it will help you. The Lord will once again be kind to Jacob's descendant. He will choose to help the Israelite people again. As his own people, he will put them back in their what? Let me see it. In their land. The Lord will once again favor you. Every testimony of favor that you have enjoyed before, this month it shall be repeated. Come on, I'm prophesying to somebody. I say it shall be repeated. You receive a huge money some time ago, it will come back again. A huge testimony sometimes ago, it will come back again. How many of you have been faithful this year? Say, Lord, do it again in my life. Let your favor repeat itself in my life this year in the name of Jesus. Are you excited this morning? Come on. You must ask him. Say, I will be kind to my people again. I want testimony of favor again. I want it over and over again. Over and over and over again. Over and over again. And God will do it for you again in Jesus' name. Come on. Who you are singing? Come on. Come on. Let's sing it like a prophecy. Favor again like a river. Sing it well. Hosea chapter 1 verse 7. Hosea chapter 1 verse 7 says, I will give them their land. Yet, I will have mercy on the house of Judah. Somebody say amen. amen. Say yes. Say yes. The Lord will have mercy on my house. The Lord will have mercy on Adetoji's house. The Lord will have mercy on my house. The Lord will have mercy on my family. Say yes. Yes. I will have mercy. He said, yes, I will continue to love Judah. The Lord will continue to love me. He will continue to have mercy on me. He will continue to bless me. I don't know about you. I've been accepted as the beloved. And I will always have testimony of favor in the name of Jesus. He said, I will save them. And we save them by the Lord their God. I will not save them by their bow, nor by the sword of battle by horses or by us men. God said, no, I'm going to save you by favor. I will save you by favor, not by strength. I will save you by favor. May the Lord deliver you from all your trouble by the favor of the Lord. Come on. May the Lord deliver you from all the afflictions of life 
by the favor of the Lord. Say, believe in amen. amen. Number one way you have all around victory is by divine acceptance. Number two way you have all around victory is through divine direction. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 22 to 25. God said to David, David is a man that you have to read about his warfare strategy. Why? He never loses any battle all his lifetime. He was a warrior, a man of war, a man they said his hand is full of blood because he has killed so many people in battle. Yet he died in his sleep, in his old age. That's grace, sir. That is grace. A man that is constantly in battle, yet did not die by, 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 by attack. As of you, you never go to war. You say they are attacking me and just die cheap. How did David survive going to war front, preparing to die, yet he always come back? Look at his secret here. Put it there now. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 22 to 25. Look at his secret. Second Samuel. Then the Philistine went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rapim. Verse 23. Therefore, David asked of the Lord. He said, shall I go? And he said, you shall not go up. Zaku around behind them. Don't go confront them. Just Zaku behind them. And come up upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Next verse. <laughs> Next verse. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching of the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly. For then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistine. The Lord must go out first before you go. Why many people are feeling because they don't allow God to move fast first. It's a strategy for warfare. It's a strategy for warfare. The Lord led me to meet Reverend Sam at the ME. That was 15 years ago. And when I met him, he said, one of the ways to have victory in life is to always wait for what God is saying first before moving. Not moving first, then you allow allowing God to confirm. And I asked him, he said, can I ask a question? He said, yes, ask. I said, how did you get money for the new auditorium? I said, is it not money that you use? He said, Pastor, do you think it is money? It is not money. Oh. It is the instruction that goes first that command the money to come. The direction first. Now the money comes. He said, it is good that God spoke to you. But go and wait for him to speak again, to give you a matching order. The moment he gave you the word, money will follow. I can never forget that instruction in my life because it has helped me repeatedly. You don't win a war when you are disobedient. You don't plan your warfare and ask the Lord to rubber stamp it. Say, Lord, this is my strategy. Now we are going now. God said, Me and let him speak. He said, It is when you hear this sound, then the Lord is ahead of you to give you victory. Then you follow, then the battle becomes very easy. The cheapest warfare to fight is the one that God has finished. I've told you before. I wait. Even when I'm praying for you, I'm waiting for a leading on what to say so that I can say the right thing. I wait every week to receive the message that God wants to give me. Not turning to my holding notes or read something. I wait. I pray. I'm always on a waiting period 
Because if God does not lead, you cannot win. When God now says, see, this is the battle that I've finished, I now lay my hand. Lord, perfect what you have started. And the prayer becomes easy and short. The cheapest way for you to win your battle is for you to wait for him to lead you, not lead yourself. And it's not complex. What does it take? Asking the Lord, shall I go now? He said, no, wait. Five more minutes. A lot of Christians are behave as if they are the Lord and Savior of their, themselves. They don't know that they belong to the Lord. They just say, I'm going to church. That church, I'm not going again. You are not the owner of your life. You are not the owner of everything you have. He's the one that is leading you. And when he leads you to do something, you have to do it. Because that is where your victory is. If you say, my son, give this money. Not because somebody is trying to cut you, you're using word. But you felt an impression to give. You do it. He's the one leading you. Some your people may say you are swagbe. Ah, no, they are just duping you. Me, something inside me tell me that I should do it. I was attending a man of God's meeting by name Bishop Waluk in town here. And as I was going, God told me, when you get there, give him an offering. God told me, I know his voice. And somebody stopped me and said, Pastor, I've not given you something. I want to give you something. I said, what is it? Say a card. And as I opened the card, I saw money. And God said, I confirm. Had this money that this woman gave him to the one that you are going to give him. And I got there. I sat there. And he said, all of you here must give me money. I said, what? I've never had a pastor preaching like this. I said, God, I won't give him. God said, it's not because of you. It's not because of him. It's because I led you to give. Forget what he says. It's not about his face. Even if he did not say pim or pray, give him as I asked you to give him. And I went to where he was lodging. And because he asked people to give him money, you know, there have been many people there that want to give him. And I packed the offering. And we are going in three, three, three. And we enter three. And he said, all the other to get out. He says, Nidan, you're a pastor. I said, yes, I'm a pastor. He said, Nidan. And he put his hand upon me and prayed and prayed, spoken tongue for so many times, spoken tongue. You will prosper. God will bless you. God caused the ministry to prosper in your hand. He prayed and prayed and prayed for some time. And I said, sir, thank you. And I left. Was in Okefia. And I got around where Bovas is right now. I've passed this, uh, what they call it, uh, only branches also. And I felt that I should go back and see him. And I turned back. And he said, the man that you pray for has come back. He said, that's why I didn't allow any person to call me. I know he will come back again. There are people waiting. See, let him in. Say, Pastor Dituji, you want to see me? I say, yes. I, I'm feeling this. I say, I know you'll come back. Need that again. And he prayed for me for the second time. Listen. Even if that money I gave him does not have a reward, the prayer he prayed for me satisfied me. You see that? I enjoyed it. We are not ordinary. Romans chapter 8, verse 14 says, those that are led 
by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. When God does not lead you again, you begin to lose all your battle. Not your emotion, direction. What is God saying here? What is God saying here? It's not your emotion. It's about what is God saying to my heart. I must listen to him. Exodus chapter 15, verse 9 to 13. Be fast. Because we have a lot of every scripture concerning direction here. Exodus 15, 9 to 13. The enemy said, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will defy the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. That was what the enemy of God said to the Israelites. I will pursue them. I will kill them. I will finish them. I will, my desire will satisfy on them. But look at what happened. But the Lord, what happened? But the Lord blew with your wind. Which one should I read? But Lord, you blew on the waters so that the sea covered your enemy. They went down like every matter in the great water. Lord, there is nobody like you among the gods. There is nobody like you anywhere. You are great and holy. Everyone should respect and praise you. You do great miracle. There is nobody like you. You lifted up your right hand and a big hole opened in the ground and our enemy fell into it. Come on. The mystery of that victory was the leading of God to Moses. Moses was panicking. The were panicking. And the Lord said, Moses, don't be afraid. Tell everyone to move forward. Lift the rod. Stretch it over the water. And the water will pathway for you. And as Moses was saying, see the salvation of the Lord that we show you today. The Egyptians that you see today, you will see them no more forever. He stood up. In confidence of what the Lord has told them, stretch the rod. Not running at us, get He stretched the rod. And the water part away. And the people of God moved on a dry ground. And when they had crossed, the Lord said to him again, direction, stretch the rod, close the water on them. And the water closed on them. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will kill them, I will destroy them. But the Lord said to Moses, listen to me, do what I say, I will kill your enemy for you. Direction is number two things that guarantee victory or victory. Always listen to the Lord. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 8 to 10. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 8 to 10. Let's be fast. Second Samuel 15 31. Mm. Second Samuel 77. David asked the Lord, should I chase after the men who attack our town? Will I catch him? Will I catch them? The Lord answered him, yes. Chase after them. And you will certainly catch them. You will rescue your family. So say David and his 600 men pursue. David will always ask, should I pursue? Will I overcome? And when the Lord says yes, it will pursue. May the Lord give you wisdom to understand direction. Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 31. Divine direction is number two weapon for victory. Divine direction. God leading you. I want to come soon. 
God does not speak to them by dream. He doesn't speak to them through the Bible. Even when pastor is preaching, they don't hear anything. But they are living like a dead horse. They are not hearing anything. They can't say, ah! And I wanted to do something, and while pastor was preaching, something confirmed it to me. You are without direction. Then how do you enjoy victory? How do you enjoy victory? There are so many people in this church that the Lord has spoke to me concerning it. And I will call them. The Lord said this thing concerning you. Say, Pastor, how do you know? Say, God told me. Read that. Let me pray for you. Direction. And they will now follow that direction. Divine direction is what guarantees victory. So you do not only come to church to make me happy. You come to church to confirm what God is speaking to you. You come to church to get direction for the week. You come to church to affirm the will of God for you. God has started speaking to you in the night. And as I'm preaching, I am confirming what God is saying. And people that walk in this order of direction, they always enjoy victory over the affairs of life. There are some people, they can do many things, church, run up and down. But when it comes to listening to direction, they are not there. Their mind is astral travel. So they don't know what God is saying. They don't know what God will do. So they are always losing battle. No testimony is in my fault. When the word of God has been opened to you, there is no way I can preach a whole sermon in Sunday service and you not catch something that will lead you. And I give you testimony upon testimony. Just not me even praying for them directly. Hearing a word and it's giving them direction. Somebody said, Pastor, I've never shared this thing with you before. But I was frustrated in Lautec. I had packed my bag. I've said that I'm going out of this place. In fact, they were calling me. There was a job for me in Lagos. And I said, mm, before I take that decision, let me go to church again this evening. And I was driving all the way from Oshobo. Because I started walking in Oshobo then. And I was staying in the one shop. And I entered the church. And I said, wow, 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 what evening. Don't take that decision because of your feeling. Your future is more important than your feeling. And I said, well, that's for somebody. Let me go into this message for today. And he said, that was the only thing he can remember. And he told himself, if God says that, who am I to say no? Maybe there's still something for me. And he said, pastor, today, I am an associate professor. I am married to a lecturer. I have a house and I'm fulfilled. And one day, I was invited to Obuma Church to come and preach. Pastor Green Rose Church. And I told Toko, I said, well, this church I've passed for long. Let me just branch and see whether somebody can still remember me. Just enter, just see the church and go. The overcomers. And I said, enter, that same man was preaching. He has just mentioned my name. I gave him direction. That day was the day they were doing final year fellowship for the final year member in that particular church. And the moment I entered, the old church erupted. They shouted. They said, this is Pastor Adichie I just mentioned. And he handed over the mic to me. And I said, this to confirm whatever he has been preaching to you. Direction. Direction is so cheap at the altar. You should not be frustrated at all. If you miss church for anything, maybe you are not ordained to be there. But if God wants you to be in church and you miss church, you have missed direction for that season, for that particular week. That is why I don't, as your pastor, don't follow activity more than people that listen. 
because I know in listening you enjoy more blessing than walking. Hearing is work in church. People that don't have time to listen, they don't get direction easily. They are frustrated. Now at the same time they complain. They complain because cheap, cheap things that should happen in their life will not be happening. They get up being confused and at the end they are not directed. Please see that. Direction. Someone told David, we are reading, we are reading 2 Samuel chapter 3 verse 31. Someone told David saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, Oh Lord, I pray, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. They asked me some years back, Pastor, which kind of prayer do you like? I said the prayer of David. Say, which of the prayer of David do you like so much? I said this one. On point. Turn the cancel of Ahitophel into I love David. You know why? David did not say who is Ahitophel. The Bible said the Ahitophel cancel is like the cancel of God. He was gifted with wisdom. But David knew it does not matter how wise you are. When God turns your counsel, your wisdom into foolishness, it will not profit you. Second Samuel 77. Exactly what the Lord did for Ahitophel. Because God answered the prayer of David. This morning, God will answer your prayer. Yeah. Can I tell you something? God will turn the counsel of your enemy into foolishness. Look at what God did. Please see that. Second Samuel chapter 17. So Usai said to Absalom, the ad- advice that Ahitophel has given is not good this time around. And they stamp it. Every cancer that your enemy has given is not good this time. The cancer of the Lord concerning you will stand. In the name of Jesus. Come on, sit down. Let me teach you mystery. Most of you think that uh, people just decide to, ah, people don't just decide things. So when they want to be for you, they will hack somebody. <laughs> we live in a world of influence. Except it's something common that you can do. Come on. Common thing. 1,000, 2,000. When it comes to a huge blessing, 500,000, 200,000, 1 million, if we ask somebody around him, it's like the spirit is moving me. Darling, the spirit is moving me to give 500,000. The cancer that that person give at that time may reduce the money or cancel the money. You don't know. <laughs> when I was preparing my wedding, how about you listening? I went to my half brothers in Lagos. Marisa, young teen man like this. They look at me, they say, Ah, Ophemari. My half brother has in all of that. I said, Benny, sir, what's better? Says, sir, show all over rice. Me, low, sir. A little one, three thousand five, sir. Oh, what a dad, that one here. Tama for me, and you will let my for me. Oh, don't for me, yes, sir. So, Tibale, what's it, sir? So laga, mulaga sa. 
You know what they said? So the younger brother called me and said, William I left. I prayed. You know your pastor now. Never after I felt God must have touched them, I went back. The man that said I should pray that God should forward talk and one, he wrapped the money. He wrapped 5,000. He wrapped it. Only, I was earning 3,005. He gave me the 5,000. The brother that said, all the program, the IV, I will print it for you. From it and I left. Oh Lord, Look, Haitofel gave a good counsel on how to conquer David. But there was a man because David is a man of war. He's not just a man that pray, he's a man of strategy. He came and said, David, I follow. David said, No, no, you don't follow me. Go back to Absalom. And pretend to him that you want to serve him. When Absalom asks you, why are you coming now? Say, ah, as I've served the father, I will serve the son. Anyone that God is with and the people are with. I am Let me let we follow. He said, See that my right hand. That man was planted by David. And David now went and prayed. All the counsel of Ahitophel turned to foolishness. Let's go to the counsel. Ahitophel said, I'm going to give you two cancer that will finish David forever. He said, number one, all the wives, you know David has so many wives that he left behind. We do a bed on a gallery. All the Israelites will watch him so you will defy your father's wife. So that they will know that the rebel is complete. Not that So the heart of Israelite will move towards you. Hushai was there. Hushai said, well, carry one. You don't know what you tell you about it. No problem. David said, what is happening? Papa, don't worry. I will tell you what you're going to do. So, he left, he left that one. The Aitofer said, the second thing we are going to do, we are going to choose 12,000 men. You are going to stay in the city. David is troubled now. He's confused. He's very weak with all his men. When 12,000 descend on him and people are panicking, hi! I will only kill the king. Once they know the king is dead, the heart of everybody we met. Why will he be mad? They will say, All of them, I will bring them back to you alive. But tonight we must strike because this is the most dangerous night that David is distressed. Sound advice. David was actually in the plane. He has not gone far. He was actually distressed for two things. Number one, Simeon was cursing him. He said, the Lord is repaying you for what you have done. David did not say, it is not God. That is. David said, the Lord asked you to curse me. Continue to curse me. Maybe God will hear me. That's to tell you how distressed David was. He was actually distressed. 
And he was actually among the people. So if they have attacked him, they will kill him among the people. David did not separate himself. But this is the advice of Ushai. Ushai said, the counsel of Absalom is not good at all this time around. He said, number one, David is a man of war. And everyone that around him, they are men with heavy hearts. They don't get this courage. He said, if 12,000 go against David tonight, I guarantee you David will kill all of them. And the heart of Israel will melt. And everybody will against you. He said, David will not sleep with his people. David is in the cave right now. I can see him. He left the people somewhere and he's sleeping somewhere else. If you think you kill David like that, you can never kill him. He's an experienced man. He's in the cave. The people are in the plane. And they say, ah, it is true. The cancer of Ahitophel is not good. We can't kill David easily. He said, how do we kill David? He said, let's carry the whole town. They wanted to buy time. Announced to all the Israel, we are going to go with 45,000 people. You, Absalom, will lead the battle. You wanted him to die. <laughs> he said, all of us will follow. We'll be shouting. We'll follow you. The battle is easy. When the leader is dead, he said, By the time all of us descend, he said, If David is hiding in the city, the whole of us will surround the city, will burn it down. Nobody will be alive. He said, Ah, your advice is good. They nullified the counsel of Ahitophel and they now chose the counsel of Ushai. I want to pray a prayer for you. Your close friend, they will not mislead you. Please sit down. Let me sing something to you. At times, people do think they are your close friend. They are your enemy in disguise. Oh, they will advise you to do something that is bad. That is why when you are choosing friend, you have to pray. Because among your advisor, there will be somebody that wants to go down that you don't even know. Hushai. And as Hushai gave the advice, he has two men that were spies. He said, this is the advice that I gave Oh. Tell David to run into a cave and escape. By all means, you will not be in the plane. All the whole time they are coming against you. But it is He was the one that gave the advice. He was the one that provided a way of escape for David people. And they nearly catch them all. Somebody said, I saw David men. And they chased them. But there was a woman that God used. He opened the way, hid them, and spray corn on it. And they knew they couldn't bear them. They gave that information to David. And David escaped. Are you to fear the wise man? What happened to him? He knew that that cancer will not work. You know what he did? He committed suicide. He said, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go They will eventually come and kill me. Let me go kill myself. He died. God turned the counsel of Aito, Aito fell into foolishness. God turned him also to foolishness. I pray for you. Your enemy before you, they become foolish. Amen. They are counsel. The Lord will also turn into foolishness. Amen. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. Who shall I say? The advice that Ahitophel has given is not good at this time. Most of the direction we take in life, we take it because of the advice of people. That is why, even when somebody advises you, still pray. 
I was coming from Isuka one time. We normally go on night trip when I was doing my masters. And we waited because it was very early in the morning. A woman came out and said, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to go to and I was young, I was The man was enjoying the cancer. And I came there and said, life Somebody said to me, say, you Christian, you Christian, if you love your wife, if you love your wife, marry one. He said, but if you love yourself, I want to enjoy your old age, marry two. So, who do you love? <laughs> the devil is so, <laughs> the devil is salty. When the devil wants to advise you, it's a very crony devil. When your wife now offends you, so much, you say, if I love myself, marry two. It's because I love you. <laughs> the devil will not win over you. Yeah. That is why when you are seeking direction, you have to be careful of the advices you hear from people. Even after you must have had those advices, you still go to God and say, God, is this in line with your word? Where you are confused and God is not talking, you go to the Bible. Lord, is there anything in the word of God along this line? If there is none, you go to your pastor. Pastor, I am thinking that this might be the best thing for me. Is there any way God has spoken to you on this issue that I can learn? That is how to get direction cheaply. Please see that. Two ways. I've given you two ways to enjoy direction. Number one is divine acceptance. Number two is what? Number three is by filling your heart with the word of God. So, Pastor, you are talking about the word of God. Let's look at it. Matthew 25, verses 1 to 4. The kingdom of God, because the kingdom of God, sovereign fallen, and the fallen ticket it by force. Look at it. Matthew 25, verses 1 to 4. The kingdom of God is like this. How is the kingdom? Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamb and went out to meet the bridegroom. They were born again. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. What is the common denominator? Those who were foolish took their lamp and took no oil with them. The oil he's talking about is the word. It is not enough to be born again. You have to fill your content with extra revelation, extra word. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed. Look at what happened. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamp. That will make them wise. What make me a wise pastor? It's not just the anointing. I took time to study the word and I put it in my heart so that when I speak, it will not just be a physical touch. The content of the word that I have inside me can bless life. I took time to load the word inside. In Redeem, they used to do pupils exchange. I was transferred to a church very far from my own. And I started studying every day. 
Umba was young then. Why is it, darling? Come and do this for me, darling. You don't even listen to me, darling. You don't. Even... I said, look, I'm studying. I'm studying. I'm reading Bible. I'm reading. My study room in the night. I'll be studying Bible. And I went there. Very small church. If there are no more than 20 or 24. But I was on fire. Because I study. Not only pray, I study. <laughs> study. It's so many chapters. I pray for them and I left one month. One day, we are going. A woman stopped me. Pastor, pastor, I stopped. He said, I can never forget an encounter I have with you within one month. You changed my life. I said, thank you. Say, I've made up my mind. Anywhere I see you, I'll give you money. She counted the money and gave me. And my wife said, Where's my home? I said, When I was studying, my youth there. <laughs> come on. You must come on, come on. Listen. As a priority, it's not enough to be anointed or to be gifted. Your spirit needs extra word, extra oil, extra word, extra oil. You have to take it in your vessel. Not that we ask you to cut one Bible verse and to be a salon is It's because you didn't read it well. You read it well. How do we know a Christian with content? They can quote Bible verse for the majority of you right now nowadays that are Christian, the youth. Only Davido, but they lost okay. From beginning, oh So if they had to, they say from track one to track ten. Say, you They will know the song. Oh yeah, Genesis to Revelation. <laughs> They can't quote. You have been born again for five years. You can't quote Bible verses off and you can't quote it correctly. They say, Moses, I'm for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world, I'm <laughs> Do you know that I watch something? I watch something with mommy. They ask teachers, maybe I should do it for the college lecturers here. They ask teachers in a school to line down. They will now say, Old Testament, New Testament. If they mention one book of the Bible, if it's Old Testament, you move here. If it's New Testament, you move here. How many of you have watched it? Okay, you have watched it. So they say, Matthew! Habakkuk! They did it. About 24 people started though. Only one! Only one! This youth, God will save you. <laughs> ah! The Genesis to Revelation that my mother will can't without even, without even looking at the Bible. My mother. So we when they say Safanaya, so I don't Can you guess what? Say Sarafina with Safanaya. Say me, Borisa and Bo, Bo, Boloa. All they know is Jelenke Bible verse. Why? Because they have been in church all this year, but they lack content. They don't carry anything in their spirit. They are foolish virgins. They are virgins, oh, but they are foolish. Please sit down. No time to study God's word. The only time some people do quiet time or read the Bible is when they are in church like this. Oh. That is what this generation is all about. Oh. Before you wake up, there is notification. Facebook notification. WhatsApp notification. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. All these things. Twitter. Twitter. 
all of this, they are already waiting. You are already replying. Because uh, the world is a IT world. No time. I agree. Even the time that you have to put some little word into your spirit, you are already chatting. And the Bible says, the miracle delay, the bridegroom delay, and the little that they have in their lamp get assisted. They were looking for where to get it. And there was nobody to give them. Fill your heart with the word of God. Why is that important? Luke chapter 15 verse 8. Ephesians 6, 17. John, 1 John 3, 16. John 1 chapter 3 verse 16. John 6, 63. Judges 6, 13. Are we following here? Where are you now? Luke 15, 8. Quickly. Or what woman having ten sliver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully or destroy it? Everybody look up. If you want to light your lamp, and there is no oil there, will he light? Some of you, you want to light your lamp, but you put it who can shine his is not lighting because there is no word to activate the fire. You have to fill your heart with God's word. You now light the lamp, your spirit, so that you can see what you are looking for. If your spirit man is empty and you light your spirit, if your heart is empty and you light your spirit, your spirit will not do, it will not burn, it will die. You have to fill your heart with God's word, which represents the oil. And when you now light your spirit, bam! Fire will catch. It takes the word of God for your spirit to catch fire when you light it. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. Taking this word of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is important. Taking what? Remember that God has saved you from your sins. There will be like a strong heart that keeps you as safe. Also use God's message to help you. That will be like his word. That God's spirit put in your hand. Use God's message. God's word that he put in your hand. What is the message that God has put in your hand? I'm delivering message to you on all our victory. The Bible says you should use it to fight the devil. Fill your spirit with God's message. Where am I? John chapter 1, verse 3, verse 16. There was nothing made without Jesus. All things were made through him. Through the word, all things were made. And without him, nothing was made that was made. That will tell you that all substance comes from the word. If you joke with the word, you are joking with your victory. The word is number one activity for every church member. If you don't enjoy it, you cannot enjoy victory the way you should. John chapter 1 verse 16. I love verse 16 because in this church we like to quote John chapter 1 verse 16. Look at what he says. And of his fullness. Uh uh You see now. He must be full in your life. And through his fullness we have received what? Grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. You have to be full of the word. Okay, let me read the last one. John chapter, okay, maybe two more. John 6, 63 and Judges 6, 13. John 6, 63 and Judges 6, 13. Are you following this morning? 
If you are going to have victory, you have to fill your heart with God's word. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is a spirit. So you want to have victory, put a lot of it into your heart. You see you are anointed for victory already. Put your heart. Enough of all this shallowness. I'm not interested. You are not interested in your own victory. If you are interested, you listen. When the word of God is going on, you listen. You listen. It's not only Thanksgiving that you come to church. You tell them every church is important. You are filling your heart with the word. In due season, in time of affliction, the word will come up to help you fight the battle. This is some people when doctors are operating on them, and you put something there, but you call it anesthesia or something, eh? and they sleep. Some of them, woro woro nemaso. Guru, guru. and you are speaking tongue in real life but you are speaking speaking akpala when they put sadness on your body he shows the content of your heart and when you are about to die if something happened to you the content of your heart will be revealed when I was attacked by arm robber in the garden and they shot at me and why they shot at me I said I, I can't see it I think what is it then I saw a little cut in my leg. And they took me to an hospital around the place. And as the man was doing something, maybe to stitch it or something, I don't know what happened. Maybe I was feeling unconscious. I busted in the tongue and I was prophesying. And I was saying some things. I didn't know what I was saying. The man later was employed in Lautech as a consultant in the college. And he saw me say, you are Pastor Adetuji, it was my hospital they brought you to. Did you know what you were saying that time I was teaching your leg? And he told everybody around him, this man, this man, come and see him prophesying, speaking in tongue. One of the things I remember I said is, I have not even started. It's not my time to go. I'm not dying. I can't die. I've not started my ministry. There's a lot ahead for me. I was speaking content of my heart out. And the man had respect for me. In fact, people around him, he told them about the story. And they had great respect for me. This, this early in the morning Saturday, one of our former staff was on YouTube praying for people, for Yelami something. was on YouTube. I just looked at him on Facebook and I wanted to see what he was doing. I never know. He saw my name watching. He started mentioning Pastor Amos Adetuji is my father. Pastor Amos Adetuji, Pastor Amos Adetuji, you're online. But he said, I have to huff my data so that you will start shopping. What I said when I was unconscious, that man spread it into the college and make the people to know that this man is a genuine man of God. Before trouble, before trouble, fill your heart with God's word. Even if you can't read the eschatology, you can't read the, the book of Daniel, you can't read the book of Zachariah, but anytime you are in church, concentrate. Make sure that the word is sinking into your spirit, man. You are getting something stop. So that the day you need to light your spirit to fight, your spirit will not say, Kose, Kosa. So that your spirit, man, will be on fire. Judges chapter 6, verse 13. And we are adding up right now. Judges chapter 6, verse 13. Look at Gideon here. 
Gideon said, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles which our father told us about? Say, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us as the hand of the Midianite. And the angel said, Go in this your strength. Go in the content of what you have heard. Go, you can go with the spirit of the word that you have heard and enjoy victory. I prophesy. This season you enjoy oral victory. It is the content of what you have heard that pushes you forward and gives you victory in life. Stand up on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. I fill my spirit with God's word. In the days of adversity, my strength will not be small. In the name of Jesus, I fill myself with God's word. I fill myself with God's word. In the days of challenges, my spirit will be ignited. My lamp will not be without oil. I carry God's word in my spirit. And I'm blessed forever. In the name of Jesus, my spirit man is not empty. I fill myself with God's word. And God's word will cause me to move from grace to grace. From victory to victory. In the name of Jesus. I fill myself with God's testimony. God's word. And God's word will continue to move me forward. I am not an empty barrier. I am somebody that carry contents. I carry content that make me enjoy victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. I am not an ordinary person. I carry the spirit of the living God. I carry the word of God in my spirit. I carry the word of God in my soul. When I need fire, my spirit catches the word to ignite fire. I am not ordinary. I will not die prematurely. I carry God's word to repair the devil. To speak against every evil arrow. I carry God's word in my spirit. So I march from victory to victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. With humility raise your two hands to heaven. Say father. I enjoy divine direction. All the days of my life. I will not misfire. Every evil cancer. I cancel them in my life. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and pray and pray very well. Every evil cancer. Every evil cancer. I cancel in the name of Jesus. I will enjoy direction. You may laugh at me. But direction will make me outstanding. I'm going to enjoy my life because of direction. Father, I enjoy divine direction. All the days of my life. I enjoy divine direction all the days of my life. I will not miss fire. I will not miss ire. I will not hire a counselor that will ruin my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive grace to discern between good counsel and evil counsel. In the mighty name of Jesus, every negative friend that will ruin my life I separate myself from them. Every evil cancer from an enemy that look like a friend. Lord, I separate myself from every evil cancer 
in the mighty name of Jesus, I separate myself from every evil cancer. Every cancer that will not allow me to move forward. I separate myself from them. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to pray this prayer. Lord, turn the cancer of Ahitophel. There are some people that may be mightier than you, wiser than you, stronger than you. The Bible says the voice of Ahitophel was at the voice of God. But David prayed and said, Lord, turn his wisdom into foolishness. Raise your hands to him and say, Father, every counsel of Ahitophel, no matter how strong, no matter how powerful he is, against me, turn it to foolishness in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't care how connected my enemy may be. I don't care how connected my distractors may be. I don't care how powerful anybody that does not like may be. Father concerning me, turn their counsel into foolishness. All my enemy, turn their evil counsel. Whatever they have planned against me, turn it into foolishness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every counsel of Ahitophel concerning my life, concerning my family, concerning my wife's life, concerning my children's life. Father, turn it into foolishness. Every evil plan, every evil plan, they had a mind for me. Turn it to foolishness in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. The Lord will deliver you out of all the hand of your enemy in Jesus' name. Listen, open your eyes. Years ago, I was a young man that just been employed in Lautech. And they needed to do regulation interview for me. When I look at those days, you know, I look at myself and I laugh. And I put on my wedding coats, preparing and preparing hard. And they are punished. And as a hunter, they say, sit down. There was this report we asked you to write, you didn't write. As a sir, I wrote, say, come on, sit down. They fired the first question. I don't know whether I answer well, but I answer. They fire the second question. I answer. They say you may go. At the end of the interview, regular interview, they said, eh, we cannot say whether you have passed or you have failed. But we are going to keep your letter of employment. We'll be watching you. I said, ah, which kind of mystery is this? I've never heard that you will pass interview. They will not give you letter. I'm going to the office. I don't know whether I was employed. I was paid, but they were paying my salary. So I went to Moga one day. I said, ah, Why should you delay my letter? He said, I want to watch you. I've told the panel that I want to watch you. She'll be working directly under me. So he shifted my office to be working the university librarian's office. He asked me, Help me write a letter. I will help him to write. Help me follow this up. I will help him to follow it up. I will write it. He asked me, Somebody did something evil to me. What should I do? I said, Don't do this. I said, Cancel him as a Christian. You see my, my spirit. To cancel him. When we were in the third month, he said, G, No, I'm fulfilled. You are, you are doing well. Go and write a recommendation for yourself. Oh, he said, No, go and go to this man. Mention my ogre. Go and go to this man, second in command, to write a recommendation for you that he should release his letter to him. So I went to him and said, The USA should write a letter for me. He said, uh, Don't mind him. Write the letter for yourself. 
I said, what should I write? He said, okay, this is what happened. He said at the interview panel that he will watch you. So you are going to write like somebody that has spoken somebody something against and you now want to cover it up. I said, okay, give me one night. So I sat down and I said, letter of favor in favor of Mr. Suzo. I have discovered that my judgment at the interview was wrong. This candidate is super, is intelligent, is mature. I have worked closely with him and I have no doubt was to change my mind. I wrote one and a half pages for myself. I know how to write good things for myself. And I indicted him. And all those who that wrote those things against me, I indicted them in my letter. And I went and gave this vulgar. I said, ah, he removed maybe like two or three lines. He said, Oh, yeah, Lord, taking love fun. Go now, no love fun. Where the man goes, Ah, who wrote all this thing? I say, I know, say, no, say. But he didn't take what you might indict you are. Wait, wait, you are this good, you are this good. He just signed. Iba, the man signed. They send the letter. What what Apple? The day they released my letter of interview was the day he was sacked. He was just say, ah, congratulations. They have released your letter without the six months. He just had the radio news that all the principal officers have been sacked. I was the only one in his office when we had it. He said, Amos, you have to pray for me. I said, I will do that for you, sir. I will do that for you. Say, close your eyes. I prayed for him. I prayed for him. I was the one that prayed for him. After the prayer, when they remove all the chairs, in those days they used to give prayer officer chairs. They remove all the chairs. I went to his house to console him. We sat on plastic chairs. I said, Oh God, I pray for him again. When he heard that I become the university at the medical librarian and he came to Shogo. He was going to hey, is that right? Oh, yeah, come, 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 sit down. He said, ah, I did to you. You are good, sir. I said, you are good, sir. God will turn the cancel of your enemy into foolishness. There is nowhere I see him now that will not come down to greet him. He did not hurt me. He blessed me. What I wrote for myself a loud tech that time is still speaking to today. I make sure that I use my hand to erase whatever he has against me. Raise your hands to heaven. Every plan of the enemy against you, the Lord will erase it now. Every bad thing that somebody must have said concerning you by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the Lord will turn that thing into foolishness in the name of Jesus. With their mouth, they will say, we don't know what we are saying. Lord, turn the cancel of Ahitophel into foolishness. And Usai said, the cancel of Ahitophel is not good this time around. Open your eyes and look at me. Every cancel, every word that is negative concerning you is not good this time around. The Lord rejects every evil word concerning you. And what happened? 
Aitofel committed suicide. You will not die prematurely. Amen. But your enemy will die for you. Amen. The mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray the top prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. I am the beloved of God. I will have victory over the affairs of life. Because I've been accepted as beloved, I will not suffer in life. I don't know about you, but I am the beloved of God. The beloved of God cannot die anyhow. My own case is special. Other people may die unannounced. Other people may die prematurely. But mark my word. I will live to see my children's children. Mark my word. The Lord will satisfy me with long life. Mark my word. My case is special. No arrow found against me shall prosper. Every witch that want me to die will die for me. They will die for me. I am not ordinary. I am the beloved of God. So I have victory over the affairs of life. My case is special. I am a special person. There is no fire targeted against me that is not back to sender. In the name of Jesus, my life is hidden in Christ. I am the beloved of God. I am the beloved. The beloved of God cannot die in a mortal accident. I can't die in a mortal accident. Ay, 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 ay. What is Sunday? All round victory. I am the beloved of God. I am the beloved of God. It doesn't matter who dreamt it. Every negative dream back to sender. Every negative dream back to sender. Every evil imagination concerning my life. And back to sender. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not labor in vain. I won't work for somebody to hear it. This is my season. It is my time. I am the beloved of God. My set time has come. My time of favor has come. My time of celebration has come. My time of dancing has come. My time of joy has come. Nobody can stop my joy. You can't stop my joy. It is my season. It is my time. It is my season. It is my time. I will enjoy victory. I am the beloved of the most high. I will enjoy victory. I am more than conqueror. Because I am loved by the Lord. And because I am loved by the Lord. I enjoy all round victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hosea chapter 1 verse 7. He said the Lord will continue to love them again. Whatever thing God has done for you before. He will do it again. Look at me. I have thousands upon thousands of favor that God has given me. I'm not empty of testimony. God has done so much for me in life. And he said, I will continue to love the house of Adetuji. Continue. Raise your hands to heaven. Say the love of God towards me. 
is eternal, is everlasting. He will continue to love me. He will not abandon me in the name of Jesus. His love towards me is eternal. I will continue to have mercy on the house of Jacob. I will save them in the name of Jesus. I will save them from the power of their enemy. God will save me from the power of my enemies. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, let it be according to your word. The Bible says, they possess not the land by their sword or by the strength of their arm, but your favor, the light of your countenance, save them. By your favor, let your people enjoy all round victory in the name of Jesus. No more frustration. Because you are the beloved of God, you are more than conqueror. Because you are the beloved of God, God will take care of you. Because you are the beloved of God, no evil will happen to you. Because you are the beloved of God, you possess your possessions. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you this afternoon. God will be kind to you. You will not be frustrated. No matter how hard Nigeria may be, Nigeria will not be hard for you. No matter how hard the country, UK, Canada, wherever you are hearing my voice, maybe that land will not be hard for you. You will enjoy the favor of God. The favor of God will help you to possess the land. Say with me, I receive the favor of God. I enjoy the favor of God. I enjoy the kindness of God. The mercy of God is on my side. He will have mercy on me. He will favor me. Because I'm special to him. I am the apple of his eye. I'm the beloved of the father. He will fight my battle for me. I pray for you today. You will never be stranded. Come on daddy. Daddy please. Miracle upon miracle. Signs and wonders. Favor testimony. I, I release favor testimony upon you this season in the name of Jesus. As we are trying to lift a load, somebody is helping you to lift it. As we are trying to open a door, somebody is helping you to open it. As we are trying to get something, somebody is helping you to get it. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. No more frustration. Hear me. No more frustration. Favor wherever you go in Jesus name. So shall it be in the name of Jesus.